Welcome to Brainwaves Bistro. Grab yourselves a cuppa, kick back, and join us for mental health talk with a positive vibe. Here's Julianne. Hi there. Welcome to Brainwaves. And we are finding a positive vibe today. And it comes all the way from Croatia. We have on the line H. Welcome, H. Thank you for having me. It's a great pleasure. Now, people are probably wondering why just H. Now, you actually have to pronounce your name. In right. all the years I have been following you on Facebook and other media, and when we met years ago, I, no one could pronounce your name. Now, it's spelt H-J-O-V. No, 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 no. It's no. H-R. It's H-R. Oh, gosh. I can't even spell it. H-R-J-O-V. No, no, no. No, no, wonder you, no wonder you could not pronounce it. You don't even know how to spell it. <laughs> well, take me out of my misery and you spell it and you pronounce it. There you go. It's H-R-V-O-J-E. Right. We've got that. Uh, and, and it's Hrvoje. Her- well, see, that's easy, folks. You can all do that, can't you? Like right. <laughs> now, when we met many years ago, actually on a Holland-America cruise, that's a bit of an ad for Holland-America, isn't it? Right, right. It's Volendam. The ship was called Volendam. Oh, I don't remember, but that's good. Um, right. And you were training passengers in physical sure. well-being and yeah. you also let me, you silly man, part produce your fitness video. I only right. say part because you wouldn't let me produce and direct the whole video, but apparently it's very popular on YouTube. And, folks, I haven't seen it. I've just found out that it's on YouTube. And a little directing and bossing around for me is a bit of fun, and it was fun, wasn't it, H? It was very yeah. And um, you're going to move on there with what I wrote, apparently, but you probably haven't got it there. No, you haven't got what I wrote. So much for <laughs> so moving on that. But anyway, I am going to hear it because I'll go to YouTube and I'll listen to it. It's on the cover, I think you told me. And, and and it sounds a little like a home shopping ad in the comfort of your own home with H. How original of me. But it's still on air and it's working and you've got a great following, so I'm pleased about that. And you can find it on YouTube. So you go to YouTube and it's Energizer, E-N-E-R-G-I-Z-E-R. Did I spell that right? No. Right. It's not energizer, it's energize, just energize. Well, we, yeah, right. I'm glad you're here, H. It's, <laughs> it's energize. Energize without the. Energize, energize fitness. Energize fitness. So you go to YouTube, energize fitness, and you yeah. hopefully will find it after me misdirecting you. So you yeah. can all watch, and people can always follow you on social media. That's right, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. Facebook and Instagram, like I sure. do. 
So this right. is great. Now, let's get on with the business of this interview now that I've stuffed it up partly. Uh, let's talk about your journey and how that journey took you eventually to a very interesting and might I say for me, a relatively unique approach to wellness of the mind and body. H? Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, as you said, uh, <clears throat> it all started when I was working on broad uh, uh, cruise ship. Uh, it was a medium-sized cruise ship when we were sailing. Uh, it was actually a world cruise where we met. That's a world cruise. Usually the cruises take a few days and they go around uh Mexico Islands just to people get drunk. That's the usual purpose of the cruise. <laughs> but, I know this that. One, I know but this that. one was uh it was a world cruise and uh people were staying uh, much longer on that voyage than uh usual five to seven days. It was a two to three months voyage for a lot of people. And as this gave me opportunity to really work with some of them, especially with you, uh, it, it gave us a lot of time together. Usually I don't have that on these uh, shorter uh, cruises, right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And this actually came with idea. You came with idea one day uh, why we wouldn't uh, record your morning session, you know? So you don't have to do it all the time. You can show it on uh, YouTube and then you can train people even when you sleep. Yeah? That was some kind of an idea, right? Have ideas, H. Sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're very arguable. <laughs> Go on. Uh, uh, and at that point, I already know that I w will stop doing this uh, voyage around the world, traveling around the world. And at one point, I would settle down back in my country in Croatia and I would start my own business. Uh, so the name Energize uh, actually stuck even in the name of my company. My company name is Energize Retreat. It's retreat, as it you all know, the word means retreat, means moving from one point a uh, few steps back and retreating, right? Moving uh, a few steps back and uh, kind of getting out of the everyday stress, moving those few steps back and try to kind of contemplate uh, see what you're doing in life, uh, meditate, yeah, and uh, then become energized from that point moving on. So that's why it's energized retreat now. It's not anymore energized fitness. It was energized fitness at that moment when we mm -hmm. actually made this video. Now it's more energized retreat, retreating from your state of stress every day, going to work, doing things uh, that causes you to be uh, out of balance, and in order for you to come back into your balance, you have to make those few steps back. Uh, see your life, where you are right now, where you want to be, and then uh, do a few steps before you continue. And those are the steps we're going to be talking today. Yeah, and I think that's it's wonderful. And, and you have a very interesting Buddhist concept of wellness, and you call it I say this right, I hope I get this one right, Vipassana. Vipassana? And you said... Yeah, it's actually called Vipassana. All right. Thank you, uh, H. All right. I'm not getting one right, but anyway, right. It's terribly interesting. You're going to tell us about that. And you have to start being, I remember this, you told me, you have to start being comfortable 
being uncomfortable, which is a bit of a paradox, but you're going to explain how that works for you and can work for others. H? Yeah. Yeah, the story starts actually when we when we decided, me and my my wife, we decided to end uh, our uh, life on board. Uh, me as a fitness instructor, and she was a manager of the spa. We kind of want to end this story now. We were like five years on board. We want to start our own story, uh, build company from scratch, only with our experience and knowledge, and uh, go from there. But before we do that. We wanted to make our mind clear about this subject. Are we 100% into that? Is this really something that we want to do? And, you know, before you want to do something big in your life, you always have that question. Is this really what I want to do? Is this the right path? Because you're looking to spend like 10, maybe 15 years in one direction. Is this really worth it? And before you do things like that, before you make big decisions always in life, it's very good to uh, try to meditate on that subject right quiet your mind and see if after being able to quiet my mind if this uh, uh, goal is still here if it's not maybe it's probably not worth it right and this is exactly what we did that done with uh, done uh, with uh, vipassana yeah? vipassana 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 yes <laughs> yeah uh so <clears throat> We saw a course in Poland, 10-day course, uh, Vipassana course. It's, uh, it's not a Buddhistic, it's not Buddhist, it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with today religion, right? All right, well, I blow on that one again. Thank you, H. Right? It's an it's a, it's a original teaching of Buddha, right? Uh, it's an original okay. teaching of Buddha. Right? Buddhism is something created later, you know, like Christianity. Right. You know, you had the original teachings of Jesus Christ, and then you had a church, which is something different, more commercialized in a way, right? So mm -hmm. this is original studying, original teaching of Buddha. No money involved. They don't even take money for it. So you come 10 days there, completely free. It's up to you if you want to leave them with some like donation or something like that in the yeah. end, but it's up to you. They don't create a, 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 a obstacle. The money is not obstacle. So everybody can come, everybody can participate. The only obstacle is uh, you have to go through a certain, uh, certain checkup, right? And yes. it's all done through, through emails where they actually want to see if you're the person who could, actually survive 10 days in silence, yeah? Because you're spending the entire time completely in silence, meditating 12 hours a day, and the wow. rest, you don't talk with anybody, you don't use social media phones, laptops, no, no of the technology, right? So you're always with yourself, with your thoughts. So anyway, we apply for that. Both of us get the position in the, she gets a position in women's group and I get the position in men's group, 10 day course, come there in Poland, uh, check in, sign the weaver that we're not going to talk for 10 days. Otherwise, we're going to be kicked out. It's a very strict rules, you know, once you sign, you leave your phone in the locker room uh, and you get your room. So it's a small room, similar like rooms on the ship, you know, like a crew yeah. cabin. You know, you have that bed, you have that shower. There's no pictures on the wall, no watches, nothing that would distract you, right? Everything is so neat, 
like in a jail cell or something like that. Well, I can't. So first, I can't. Uh, I haven't quite been in one yet. Yeah, think about this. Yeah, you have the you have the schedule for today, and yeah. the, in the schedule, first thing in the morning is four thirty is waking up. And I'm thinking first day, how I'm gonna wake up four thirty? I don't have my phone. I don't have my alarm clock, right? Mm-hmm. And four thirty. You hear a gong in the middle of this village. It's kind of fifty apartments on the left side where the males are, and the fifty apartments on the right side where the uh, 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 women are. In the front, you have big uh, hall where is the uh, uh, big meditation hall, and in the back, you have a restroom where everybody eats. In the middle, there's a big gong in the middle of that village. Four thirty, you hear the sound of the gong, bang, and everybody wakes up. Just on one sound, it's amazing. Wake up, first thing on the schedule. You have one hour sitting in your room alone. So just sitting there, meditating alone, not meditating on anything, like on any mantra. Yeah, right. You're not repeating anything. Your meditation goal in vipassana is just sitting there, being there, observing the truth as it is, not trying to change it. And that is where vipassana is very. Different than other techniques. Then you have uh, after this morning sitting, you have your breakfast. Nobody talks to each other. You have a big buffet. You just take your stuff, eat it, come back into your quarters again. And then first sitting, I think with a with a in the uh, in the meditation room where everybody joins together to sit and meditate is around eight o'clock, I think. Mm-hmm. And that goes all day until. Nine o'clock, where you have discourse, you listen to your teacher for one hour, and then you go to bed, and you repeat that for ten days. Now, when vipassana is uh, different than other techniques, and why this actually changed my life, is where this technique doesn't want you to feel certain way, right? You're not feeling good, you feel depressed. Well, let's meditate, and we're going to feel better. No, vipassana offers you an environment of these 10 days. This is what they give you. They're not giving you a mantra that will make you feel better. Mm-hmm. They're just creating an environment where it's safe for you to operate your mind. They're not doing anything. They're yeah. just giving you environment where it's safe to work on your mind. You're going to be observing your thoughts for 10 days. We're going to be giving you two meals a day, providing you with the very safe environment where you can do that. Nobody will distract you, but it's up to you how much effort can you put in, and uh, that's going to determine your final goal. And my final goal was to clear my mind and know what I'm going to do in the end of these 10 days. Do I want to continue doing my path of building up a company and doing all the things that I'm doing today, or I'm just going to see that this is not the way that I've supposed to go right and that actually uh happened for me in the end that actually happened for me it was very difficult Uh, in the beginning you you want to focus on the the first three days is uh anapana exercise anapana exercise is just observing the inside of your nostrils right So your focus doesn't go anywhere. You're not thinking about uh, any sensations in your body. You don't want to change any feelings. You feel uncomfortable. 
it's completely okay. You have to accept that you're feeling uncomfortable. And you do feel uncomfortable because you're sitting 11 hours a day in one position. So it's very uncomfortable. Oh. All those aches and pains in your oh. neck and shoulders are increasing every day. You're just feeling more and more uncomfortable. You came here to actually do something for your uh, for your journey, you know, for your mind to become more balanced, to accept things. And now you're sitting here and you hate every bit of it, right? Yeah, well, I'm so just pains in my shoulders right now. So, uh, yeah. so thinking about it being in this meditation sitting position, right? And uh, just being there with your thoughts, not able to stop them, you know, until you realize there is, you're not, you're never going to be able to stop them. You know, only thing you will be able to is focus and accept. And this is three days. You're just observing the breath coming into your nostrils, moving to the root of your nose and coming out. You don't even follow it down to the belly. You're just staying in this small area. What you're noticing in the first attempt to do so, to observe your breath in your moving through your nostrils, is that you can do that maybe first time for five seconds. After five seconds, your mind is already somewhere else. You're thinking about what is happening in Croatia, what is happening with my mom, what is happening with my dad, what is happening there, what is happening there, right? And it's like 10 minutes, you don't even realize that you're completely out of there, that you don't doing what technique is trying to teach you. And after 10 minutes, it comes to you. Oh, my God, I'm here to observe my breathing. So you come back to the breathing. And again, you're observing your breathing, the breath coming into your nose, coming out through your nose. 10 seconds pass. This time, again, your mind wanders and wanders away. Then maybe 10 minutes passes again. Again, you realize you're here to observe your breath. Then you're coming back. And then this this, uh, time that you're needing to become aware that you wandered away is shortening. Make sense? This is your yes, training. It it's it's actually, right? I, I just must say neuro, neuroscientific, it's called the default mechanism. So what you're mm-hmm. actually doing is training yourself to default less. Okay, go on. Yeah, to kind of be aware all the time yeah. what's happening. Yeah, You're trying to focus on the little things, you know, because what we have today as a as a as a society, I believe uh, somebody, one of my teachers I in my life I met was uh, Bruce Komar, and uh, I didn't actually met him. I was listening to him as you're listening to me right now. Mm-hmm. I think this guy is already uh, deceased a few years yeah, ago. He was an old kung fu teacher, and okay. he was teaching water meditation. Yeah. And he said that we're living in the computer time when three seconds is considered a long period of time. That's why we are so anxious all the time, mm. right? And anxiety yeah. leads to depression. Right, right, leads right. Leads to so many mental things that or disorders eventually. But also he said that we are uh, suffering from what is called a monkey mind. A monkey mind. A monkey mind is a mind that jumps from place to place and never finishes anything. Have you ever watched, uh, read a comic book, right? Yeah. 
comic book, right? Like a Spider-Man or Conan or who, whatever, right? right? And you see a character, you see a character and you see a balloon above his head, right? Yeah. Where you can read his thoughts, right? This is how the, how they're written, right? So have this balloon. Yeah. Major cognition, actually. Right. So you have these balloons above their head and inside of these balloons are their thoughts. Mm -hmm. Now imagine an average person has hundreds of these balloons above his head with a lot of thoughts going on all the time. They never stop. So you have hundreds of balloons above your head and you're just jumping from one to another all the time. Your mind is wandering, right? This Mm -hmm. is what mind is doing. You cannot stop it. It always wanders. What is here? What is there? What is happening? What is this person thinking about me? What is this person thinking about me? Hmm, maybe if I said this thing, it will affect this thing. Maybe if I said like this, maybe if I said it like that, right? It's yeah. always this questioning and wondering inside of our head. What is a problem is that we don't finish one bubble, right? Of thoughts and then move it aside and then we jump into another. We're just jumping from one to another without finishing anything. And this is happening all the time. And Vipassana teaches you when you're there that you kind of be aware of all those bubbles. And if your mind wanders to those bubbles, you take the mind and said, no, you're here to observe breathing. Come back from wandering, observe breathing. Five seconds passes. You may be able to focus for five seconds before mind again goes to those bubbles and again wonders, oh, what are we doing here? I feel uncomfortable. My back hurts. My neck hurts. And then again, uh-huh, I'm here to observe my breath. Come back to breathing. And then the more you do this, the amount of those bubbles have become less and less and less. Okay. Right? Makes um, sense? Yeah, makes sense. If you wanna, If you just want them to stop, if you just want to move the bubbles, you're creating a version in your body, right? Mm-hmm. Which leads again to uh, to anxiety, right? And you just become more anxious, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want those thoughts. I just want to get rid of them. No, it doesn't work like that. You're just going to be more anxious and creating more problems and more bubbles, right? That's right. Rumination, it's, it, creating. It's ex- yeah, it's yeah. accepting what it is, not trying to change it, but understanding the natural a uh, law of change that says everything is changing. So you have one thought, okay, it soon will be replaced with another thought. And this is constantly changing. You may be now sad, thinking about something sad. You're going to heard here on the radio your favorite song, and you're going to start feeling better, right? So yeah. these feelings are constantly changing. And we're not, uh, we don't want to be too involved in it, yeah? Yeah. We don't want to be taken over with our emotion. We always want to remain equanimous or balanced, equanimous. right? Equanimous, like equanimous, right? Yep. That's it. Yeah. And the moment you start feeling you, that you're dragged with some emotion, you, you, know, you, you know, you get into one sad song, for example, and then you're just going on that track. I'm going to get another sad song, right? I'm going to open a bottle of wine. <laughs> you know, okay. we are going, okay. right? We are, go- we are going in some direction, right? This is the point where you actually want to remain equanimous, come back to breathing, and again, feel just the present moment and be okay with, yes, I'm feeling sad now, but I'm not going to react to this sadness. I'm going to let it go through my body. 
understand the message coming from this sadness right now. Maybe it's some kind of message from me, right? Yes. And then I'm just going to move on. I'm not going to react. But this is what Vipassana teaches you, right? The, okay. the, root, the root of pain today in the world and root of suffering, right? All, we, the, all hundred students that were there with me, we all had the, the same goal. And the goal was getting rid of suffering, mm. right? The moment you're born on this world, you, you suffer, right? That's right. You're in this human body, you always suffer, right? You feel pain, you feel hungry, you feel sleepy. You have these urges. They are bodily urges. You have to do things, right? Yes. So you always suffer. And getting rid of the suffering is not craving for something, and not being uh, 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 repulsed with something. Yeah. It's, it's those two uh, endings, right? One is, okay. I feel good, and I want more of it. And I'm already suffering because I know I cannot hold it forever. Yes. Right? That's one part, right? I'm good now, but I'm afraid I'm going to lose it in the future. Yeah. Right? That's one yeah. part of the suffering. And the other end is, I'm feeling now something that I don't like, and I want it to stop. So I'm creating aversion towards it. And again, I'm suffering. And then we have this middle path. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with both. I'm okay with both. All right. Yeah. That is what you said in the beginning. I want to become comfortable being uncomfortable and comfortable also. Also, I'm feeling joyful and excited, but I know I don't want to go too high because I'm going to drop too low. So always remain equanimous. Equanimous. Yes. I love it. I love what you're saying. I think it's wonderful. And from my studies too, it, 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 it says to have well-being, you want a mix of emotions. You don't want to be happy all the time or miserable all the time. It's the diversity and being able to accept that. Am I on the right track, H? Have I yes, 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 yeah. yes. Okay, so we... Only thing I, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say it like that. I know what, okay. what you're saying, but I wouldn't say I don't want to have certain emotions. You're no. not in control what emotions are coming, right? Yeah. Sometimes you're gonna be happy. Sometimes you're gonna be sad. Right? We are we are receivers. We are receiving our environment through our eyes, through our ears, through our nose. Right? You smell something bad. You know it's bad. Of course, you're not gonna say, "Oh, I'm smelling something bad." But yeah, it's not bad. No, it is bad. Right? It smells bad. Right? Yes. You you hear offensive words towards you. You're not going to say, oh, those words are not offensive. Yes, they are offensive, right? You see uh, words of praise towards you, right? You know there are words of praise because you're feeling good when somebody's saying, oh, Julian is a very good person, right? Right. Right. But you're not, but you're not clinging on those words. Now, I want more. I want more praise, right? I want more people to tell me uh, that I'm good. Otherwise, I'm not going to feel good. Well, that's not what technique is teaching you. The technique is teaching you. You feel the words of praise towards you. Okay. I feel wonderful sensation in my body when somebody's praising me. 
but I don't need them to praise me again in order for me to feel good. I'm going to feel good without that or with that, right? That's, okay. that's what technique is teaching you, yeah. Again, equanimous. Remain equanimous, yes. <laughs> I like that word. Yes. Yeah. Um, now, I'm going to have to listen again to this because I find it so fascinating to get my head totally around it and people can do that. Yeah. I'm going to say I often see you in clips, a mm -hmm. bit like a superhero. Okay. <laughs> Trail riding, rugged terrain, throwing yourself into freezing water. Oh, yeah. my gosh. <laughs> Tell us what. That, that uh, doesn't sound equanimous to me. It sounds like being very uncomfortable. What is this? Yeah, yeah. Well, let me tell you about it uh, and uh, connected with this story with Vipassana. Okay. Uh, yeah, equanimity is what is the goal. It's mm -hmm. Staying balanced, staying that middle path. But you do have to have external uh, external uh, stimulants. Stimuli. Right? Stimuli. Right? It's, it, yeah, it's easy to stay equanimous if nothing around you changes, right? It was maybe also easy to do it... Uh, you know, when we were, uh, when you have a wonderful time, yeah, I'm feeling balanced. I'm feeling uh, uh, grateful, and I'm on my vacation in, in uh, Aruba, right? Ah, it's not very hard, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? Okay, I'm, I'm with you. Let's go. Right? <laughs> it's very hard to stay in that way where you have problems in life, right? This is where real challenge happens. We are all very smart and say, yeah, you have to stay balanced, middle path, always be grateful, feeling grateful for your life, stay in the middle path, stay in the present moment until we get raged, right? Yeah. Somebody took our parking place, you know, and we go, ah, you bastard, what do you think, who do you think you are? Then where is your balance then, right? Mm. So... Mm. By by removing myself from uh, ordinary routine life, I'm actually experiencing the present moment. Yeah, I'm more okay. balanced actually when I'm under pressure, when I'm sti stimulated to the point I'm in the frozen lake, for example. Right, this actually gives me the edge to be present because this is where wow. my where my technique is necessary. That's why I'm pushing myself so far. Okay. When you come into the cold, cold lake, what is the first reaction of your body? Get out. Good. Yeah. Your mind is screaming. What are you doing? You don't need that. You're crazy. Right? It yeah. hurts. It's pain. Mm -hmm. It's all uncomfortable sensations in your body. And this is the point where I'm actually training my technique. Now it's the point. If it's uncomfortable, now is the point for me to breathe, focus on breathing, and stay okay with it. Okay, cold is just an information. My body is receiving information. And, of course, it's shivering. It's a natural That's mechanism. Yeah. It's a it's, natural mechanism, right? Well, it's a sympathetic nervous My body is releasing uh, adrenaline, and right? Para yeah, well, I won't do it all. I get bored. The blood from my legs and my arms is going into my core, trying That's to right. prevent, mm -hmm. uh, trying to secure the, the vital organs. And you're just there to witness that, to observe that, okay. right? Not Ooh. to react, just observe. Ooh, yeah. And in this observation, what is happening to your body, your fate is 
getting stronger. Why your faith is getting stronger? Because you see there's subconscious mind that involves and protects you. And I witnessed that a lot of times. I put myself in a very dangerous situation, actually. If you're in the two degrees Celsius, more than 15 minutes, you can get hypothermia, right? Well, I know because I've, I've had hypothermia in very, very cold water and it's not right. It's But not now, crazy. since I came inside with focus, yeah, with focus, and I okay. let go of all my fears, I've been 15 minutes inside of this kind of cold legs and nothing happened to me. Mm, right? Yeah. You feel like a shield forming around your body, like a shield. Wow. And you just feel equanimous. First minute and a half, two minutes, I would say it's the biggest pain where the most of your capillary blood moves from your arms and legs, go inside of your core. But then so tranquil, so the tranquility comes in uh, very peaceful, very peaceful, I would say. Yeah. I sort of and you survive. Yeah, I, I follow you. Yeah. And same, same happens when you go into the uh, sauna, for example. So you go to the hut, so you're changing those environments, right? But this is what we're talking about now is just physical, right? Yeah, I was going to say very, that. very easy for me to actually uh, uh, stay balanced when I'm uh, under external physical threats, right? Like a cold or hot or when I'm doing my body weight training or a, a training with weights. It's also some kind of pressure from outside, right? Yeah. I'm very resilient to that because I train that. But there's still a lot of work for me when it comes to, for example, uh Uh, uh, interactions with other people, right? This is where this this is sometimes uh, this is more of a challenge than staying ten minutes in cold lake. Being staying ten minutes with an annoying person in the same room, right? <laughs> Think about it like that, right? It's yeah. also something. I think I'd rather be sometimes. Sometimes it's more life. difficult. Yes. More difficult. More difficult to take those. Uh, uh, annoying people, because we we, we uh, you can meditate for ten years and still people will be annoying. Believe me, <laughs> there's nothing to do with, right. There are dumb people all around. There are annoying people. There are people who want to drain your energy, right? Yeah, and, and we are not here to condemn them, right? You're here to learn, just to see them as a stimulus for our nervous system. Okay, outside. again. I'm going right? to do that. I will do right. that next time. And it is it yeah. is a challenge, right? It's a challenge. It's a challenge. It's one of the biggest challenges, I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. I Understanding know. the nature of psychology between two people, married couple for example, right? Okay. Gotcha. And right? And staying and staying uh, equanimous, staying balanced even if your partner is going through something, right? Yes, and he's rage, delusional. He's crazy because he lived through certain pain in his life, and now you have to understand that whatever he's going through doesn't have doesn't have anything to do with you. And this is where fights happen. A lot of people see another person, especially partner, in some kind of state of mind. You know, happened something bad on work, got fired, or or things didn't go as well he planned. And he comes home from work very pissed, crazy. 
Mm. And now he doesn't know the technique and uh, to accept what is happening, close his eyes, breathe in for 10 minutes, and understand that doesn't matter what happened. Everything is okay, right? And relax. Yes. He doesn't know the technique. So he comes home, see his wife. He didn't make him lunch. He doesn't like the food he receives on the table that day. And the start and the fight starts. On the other side, the wife is very much in uh, Vipassana, and she understands that what he is going through doesn't have to do anything with her. So she's, yeah. she's yelling and she's remaining a Qonos. Just yeah. and she's self-aware because of the the yeah. Right? Yeah. And there's a lot of empathy going on in Vipassana people, right? A lot of empathy for him. He's screaming, telling bad words towards her, but she's just radiating with love and compassion, understanding that what he's coming f- from is just his, not hers. So she yeah. doesn't take it personally, right? Breathing, breathing like that. And the more she's able to stay balanced, the more he comes down. Yeah. She hugs him. He cries. She says, everything is going to be okay. Yeah. And everything is fine. That's one scenario. The second scenario, he comes home, does all of these things, yells at her. She thinks it's personal. They break up. Right? Yeah. Those are the challenges. Those mm-hmm. are the challenges. Those are those psychological challenges. When yeah, somebody's having some kind everybody. of energy, yeah. right? Yeah. It yeah. happens to But this is where Vipassana helps. Mm-hmm. Right, seeing your demons as your demons, not having a technique, having technique to uh, 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 sort your things inside of yourself, not projecting it to others and thinking they're the one to to blame for that, right? Because then you're not learning anything. Well, and I think it's 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 a best. You know, a lot of people have a lot of different rituals, right? I'm not condemning any rituals. One of the rituals can be the husband could come home, avoid his wife, go to the gym, uh, you know, hit the the boxing bag or done uh, ten sets of deadlifts, you know, come home and he would be okay. But he only work on the surface level of the mind with this issue, right? Mm-hmm. Because the stimulants was just physically something else, right? So he kind of uh, masked the problem. Let's say it like that. He increased yeah. the level of the dopamine and serotonin after exercise. So ha- now he feels better. But he didn't resolve his problem of his bad reaction, right? So mm-hmm. Vipassana works on the root cause of the problem. I see. And it, it maybe it, I, I simplified to my language to learn to respond rather than react, to take that little bit of time there. And sure, sure. Is what you're yeah. saying yes, for yes, exactly. a very, very positive outcome. Yeah. yeah? yeah. The right? so- so- Socrates says, actually. Socrates? Yes. He oh, said, he's my pal. The warrior acts and the fool reacts. Hey, right. I love it. Got to send right? me that- one. Actually, I think I've gotten a pillow somewhere. Right. That, that, that's actually, that, that, that kind of is Vipassana. Yeah. 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 You should Love act it. upon it, right? You should do something about those emotions. You should take them as your own, 
be responsible for them, yeah, not react and, and act like a spoiled brat, right? Yeah. In a lot of cases, we are just when we are reacting, we are we just react. I I try and train myself actually, not with so much what you teach, but I love a little bit of philosophy. Yeah. I love the old Greeks, you know, Socrates and right and and, and Buddha, because so many wonderful thoughts come out of yeah. reading what they have written. Or in Socrates' case, it wasn't. It was Plato who did the writing because somebody mm. didn't. Anyway, moving on, we're going off the subject here, Julian. Just yeah. a little bit of fun. I want to ask you um, before we close, and gosh, this has been an amazing interview. Thank you, H. You have a great passion for your gorgeous kids. Can you tell me, do your kids follow your lead and what do you do with your children to impact? Or you'll give your wisdom to them at such an early age to... I can tell you the the the, the, the things we did a few days ago, you know. Okay. I, uh, I was in sauna and uh, my kids were... I have my sauna in the building next to my house in, in the big backyard. And my kids are playing outside. I'm doing my session, going for a cold shower, going to a sauna, doing a few sessions of breathing in between. This is what I do with my friends in the weekends. Then okay. we call Cold Lake and something like that. So my kids are you know, seeing all of these people and my friends doing it, me doing it. And they, with that only already, they are not scared of it. You know, a lot of kids yes. would be, I'm not climbing into the cold lake. That's not going to happen, right? Especially, you know, nine-year-old. And my son watching us doing it all the time. He wants to try. So he comes, Daddy, I want to do that. I said, yeah, before you do that, there's a lot of things you need to do before to understand what we're actually doing, right? We're not coming into the cold just to be, you know, just to ego boost ourselves. I said, yeah, I can do it, right? It's a more depth story, you know? So I sit my kids down and said, listen, first you need to lose all of those bubbles above your head, right? Yeah, have to become yeah. aware of this Obviously. present moment, right? Yeah. Which is most more hard for kids these days, right? Very hard oh, for sure. the kids. Their mind is distracted very easily, especially with all of those games, yes. video games, social media. They are very distracted, and kids need that very much today. Well, they very need much. to learn concentration because. Right? Of what you said, they're they're moving all the time from one. They're moving from bubble to bubble much faster than I do. They are little monkeys, yeah, monkey yeah, minds. They've got monkey right? minds, and we're they are jumping from place to place all the time, right? Yeah. Jumping from place to place all the time. But yeah, in that age, that's actually kind of normal, right? This is how they explore, yeah, so they have to be a little monkeys, right? But sometimes you need their attention. You need their attention, you know. You need that their attention at school, right? When they're doing their homework, there's a time where they play, but there's a time they need to focus also. They also have trainings, you know. My kid uh, is in soccer. My uh, baby girl is in the wrestling, you know. So, wow. At that, yeah, at that at, in this states they need to have focus, yeah? and they they will have better results in school and sports if they able to focus their attention and energy in a correct way when they're doing their trainings. Well, so anyway, yeah. 
Well, I mean, you'd be a wonderful dad, I would imagine, and you'll put them on the right track and they'll probably end up just as wonderful human being as you are, H. But what I want to tell people, too, is that I have looked and seen a lot of visions of H's amazing retreat, Energize. Say it for me again. Make sure I get it right. Energize retreat. Energize retreat, yes. Yeah, I got one right. Anyway, yes. the scenery is magnificent. If you're in Europe or you're traveling from Australia and want to go somewhere, you can get in touch with H by Facebook or whatever and book yourself in and have an experience of a lifetime. And I um, know we both share a passion for science, H, and I'm very keen on mental health research and supporting mm-hmm. Black Dog Institute uh, because they do such wonderful work. And they need, in Australia, it, it, they do it, but it also impacts on the rest of the world and future generations. But they need our help. So open your piggy banks, just look up Black Dog Institute, Google it, Black Dog Institute, and uh, give us a helping hand there, please. But um, I want to say thank you very much, H, for what you've contributed to us all tonight or today or in the morning. And mm-hmm. I want to finish by saying, wait, I'll get this wrong too, folks. Dovigenia. 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 Yeah, that that means goodbye. Pretty right. Pretty right. Didn't get that right. So don't forget that video on YouTube. Energize. Energize. And follow H's lead and have that really great day and a great tomorrow. Thank you, H. Speak to you. Thank you, darling. Okay.